Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Talent Talk. I'm John Berkeley, and I'm here with my co-host, Jack Milliken. Today is the day. That you have made, Jack. This is true. And uh, today we're going to be speaking to Nina Vitarello and Kayla Kelly, two members of our sports medicine team here at CB. We're also going to be talking to Mark Powers about his article on naming cars. Jack, do you have a name for your car? I actually do. You know, my car is this beautiful shade of brown, so I've named her Rudy, as in the color of root beer. That really is complicated. I do not understand it, but I'm going to trust your word. Perfect. We're also going to be talking about Lady Bird, the newest, latest, and greatest film from A24 Pictures. And we're going to give you our music recommendation on this week's Talent Tunes. So, John, our sports medicine team is one of the vital pieces to the sports program here at CB. Yeah, Jack, you know, I think they keep all of our athletes here at CB safe. Now, how exactly do they do that? Let's talk to Nina and Kaylee and discover what it is like to be in the sports medicine program. So I'm here with Nina Vitarello and Kaylee Kelly uh, talking to them about sports medicine. Guys, how's it going? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Well, I'm great. Thank you, Nina. (laughs) Yeah, we're awesome. Okay, so tell me a little bit about the sports medicine program. Okay, so I guess I'll start. Um, The sports medicine program has been going on here at CB for about... 15, 16 years, so it's a pretty old program, but not a lot of people know about it. Um, I think it's pretty cool. You, They just updated it like recently. We have this new workbook, so it's a little bit more rigorous now. Um, this workbook has, level one is like 15 to 20 different skills that you learn and get quizzed on so that you can actually do them on the athletes, so I think that's pretty cool. Kaylee, Yeah, I add? think I... W- wish I would have started it sooner because I really enjoyed it and like Nina said there's different levels of it so obviously if you're in the program for longer you can go for like higher levels and you learn more about the athletes so that's cool that leads me to my next question how long have you guys been in the program Kaylee we'll start with you so I started this year but it was something that I kind of just missed the deadline last year and that's why Um, I wish I would have done it sooner because it's super fun and I think it opens you up to like a whole new group of people to hang out with and it's a lot of your time so you just make a lot of new friends. Um, I started my freshman year. I was late to apply like fresh my freshman but they didn't have enough freshmen doing it so Kendall Ralph actually was like hey Nina's interested in it and then actually didn't have to apply I just got a little shoe in that way but um, I've had to reapply like you have to even if you're in the program you have to reapply every year um, and they say if you can come back or not but then I've been doing it ever since so and what's your guys's favorite part about being in the program um I have to say like the energy on the field because we work football and like Julia and I this is our first year doing it so we work JV but um we would stay for every varsity game because that energy on the field is so intense and super fun with all the guys like even though they're really focused in the like on the game and winning it's super fun just to be there with them and like experience the game with them yeah I I agree with Kaylee just being like part of the team like you travel with the football is definitely the most fun to work because you get to go to away games you like travel with the team you're interacting with them and it's just like Kaylee said just like the energy that you feel on the field and just being part of the team and involved that's really cool yeah and um obviously when you're playing sports there can get you can get some nasty injuries 
Uh, what's the grossest thing you guys have had to deal with? I, I'm going to take this one. Okay. Um, <laughs> just because I've been... I've experienced more injuries, I would say, just because I've been doing it longer. Um, definitely freshman year football, which you would think that like they would happen like varsity. But my freshman year, when I was on the freshman team, um, Kane McKechnie and Michael Merritt both broke their legs. Different like types of breaks. I'm not going to go into that because that's a little extensive. <laughs> but um, different. they both had different types of breaks. And it was like back-to-back games, too. So it was like the first game, Cade broke his leg. And that was... Okay, I don't want to sound, like, rude or anything, but it was so cool. Like, the adrenaline on the field that you just get, like, when someone's injured, it's just, it's, like, a cool feeling. I don't know, but that was... Because you're coming in and taking charge. Yeah, yeah, and not that we can, like, like, the student trainers can't really, like, do anything except get ice or anything. Obviously, Miss Kuhn or Miss Callista, like, the certified ones are going to be doing it, but just to be able to, like, have a learning experience and, like, be hands-on with it is definitely pretty cool. That is cool. I was going to say, like, this year, we didn't really have any nasty no. injuries. Knock on but, wood. You don't yeah. want to say that during playoffs. But we had, <laughs> we had like, last week, um, Tyler Hall, like, bit his tongue in the middle of the game. <laughs> and there's nothing so we, we can do about yeah, it. It's so just, that was kind of funny just because, like, he came off and he just, like, like, had his mouth open. He's, like, <laughs> sticking his tongue out like, to us. Cause here's some really water. <laughs> wash it down. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, but, yeah. So that was pretty funny, but, I mean anything else hasn't been too bad yeah so with these sports programs that you are providing help with they all run on this sort of seasonal basis Mm -hmm. so football you know is during uh fall and a little bit into winter whereas you guys are you kind of do you go with a specific season or are you for all different sports the whole time are you always working R is kind of like a sport too, like in season. So you choose what seasons you want to work. So okay. we have fall, winter, and spring. Um, my past three years, I have worked all um, seasons. Fall still being my favorite, just because um, in winter and spring, you don't get to travel with the teams. You just go to home games. Gotcha. Um, but this year, I'm only working fall. I'm not doing winter and spring, just to like allow myself more time for other things because it's ha- it's very time consuming and it's taken up most of my like high school time I guess so I'm allowing myself to like branch out and try different things this year yeah so I wanted to um I only signed up to work fall but um I want to work all three but obviously because I play a sport I can't play I can't work all three so I think I'm looking to work fall and then maybe come back in the spring but um I definitely recommend working all three because you know it's fun to get the experience. Yeah. Um, even if you don't sign up to like work, like I'm not signed up to work winter and spring, but because of playoffs, like going into winter, I'm still in the training room and like helping the other like winter athletes and trainers like learn the ropes and stuff, even though even though I'm not like in season to say. Yeah, and as I've been in that sports mm-hmm. medicine room, I've noticed that there's like a lack of guys <laughs> as part of the team. Why do you think that is? Um I think just naturally, it like especially in the winter, like you see a lot of people in football and like more aggressive sports. And I think it just goes back to the fact that like maybe guys are more willing to like try new sports mm-hmm. or like become part of like a team. Yeah, and I think for girls, if you're not as athletic, like me, it's better. Or it's more easy for you to join like a team per se, like yeah, and come um, into the sports med room, because uh, I think as a guy, like 
you, I think even if you don't want to say like you're still going against like that gender thing where like women are like more to take care of people yeah, maternal yeah um which is like the you saying like the there's not lack of males like it's really odd to like us even like the certified athletic trainers because athletic training like the job itself like in the real world is male dominant like most athletic trainers you'll see on like nfl Mm -hmm. college basketball most of them are male and so for us here having the whole program be women is like it's different it's just like weird um we have had male we've had two student trainers that were guys but they only worked one season and then didn't come back but um also when miss calista was on maternity leave um there was a certified athletic trainer and he was like her sub i guess and he was pretty cool it's different it's different to work with males in the training room than it is to work with females (laughs) for sure so we were talking that you are providing for all the sports in their competitions do you guys go and compete yourselves there's a competition every year normally last year was in pasadena i pretty sure that's where it is it's around the la area i guess um and schools come from like all over the country um america the country um (laughs) to compete um they focus on like one section of the body so i know two years ago they focused on the head last year was like the lower legs so you just have to learn like different testings different tapings um there's also a written test that goes along with it so it's like this huge competition um wow. last year we took fourth place so that's pretty cool yeah, that's super um, exciting. yeah like in the small schools division because obviously there's way bigger schools than christian brothers that go um but yeah it's fun they provide lunch for you you get a cool shirt um and you're like adding to your knowledge so yeah, pretty cool definitely would look great on a college application yeah final question what advice do you two have for maybe a freshman or a sophomore that's looking to get into said program and just doesn't know what to do? Um, yeah, sure. I think don't be afraid to like walk in there and like maybe just come hang out with us for a while and you don't even have to like do anything. Maybe you just like hang out in the corner, like talk to people, like do whatever you want. But I think you should come in and observe if you haven't been in there before, before you sign up. Yeah. Because um, if you're not prepared to make the time commitment mm-hmm. or uh, you're not really sure of what actually goes on in the training room, I think that's helpful to know like the ropes kind of beforehand. Okay. And then you know what to expect. Yeah, um, it's definitely a different environment than you would expect in there. Like, it is focused, and we do want to help everyone, but it's, like, overall, it's fun. Like, I enjoy going in there after school. So, like, if you're not involved in anything right now, that's definitely something to, like, look into because, especially, like, me, like, I didn't know what I wanted to do in college, but, like, this helped me realize, like, I'm going to continue the medical field, medical path. So, definitely, like, get involved try it even if you don't like it like you can finish out your season and never come back but at least you can say you tried it and yeah yeah especially for like freshmen if you're looking for like maybe you don't participate in sports and you want to like look for that like team mentality or like Mm -hmm. just make some new friends it's a good place to start I definitely one of my best friends I've made from athletic training so that's really yeah awesome well thank you guys so much for being on this episode yeah Yeah, no no problem problem. (laughs) So now's the part of the episode where we give you your media fix. 
for the week. So first, let's talk a little bit about Lady Bird. Yeah, if you want a little bit of background on it, actually, Greta Gerwig uh, went to St. Francis. She She graduated in 03. So I think this is really an important story for showing the world what it's like to be a kid in Sacramento, especially at, you know, the private school. Obviously, St. Francis is really similar to CB. And, you know, it's very closely connected. And I think it's a story that we can all relate to. I had the opportunity to see it at Tower this week, and it was really quite fun. There were a lot of very funny parts and a lot of kind of inside jokes about Sacramento, which I thought was just kind of the coolest, and especially getting to see it with an audience from Sacramento. I mean, there's even a shot of Tower in the movie, and it was just kind of like a, hey, look, we're right there right now. So, Yeah, I think Sacramento doesn't really get its justice in the movie world, and Absolutely. I think the director, Greta Gerwig, uh, agrees, and I think that's why she made this movie about, I think, her experience here in Sacramento. Yeah, I- Definitely. Make sure you go check out Lady Bird in theaters right now. So this week on Talent Tunes, we have Follow Me by Petite Biscuit. Give it a listen. And Jack, I've only listened to this song a couple times. Uh, Tell me more about Petite Biscuit and the song. So... This song is called Follow Me, and it is off of his debut album called Presence that just came out last two Fridays ago. And this producer is from France. He's 18 years old, and he's already touring. The way that he is creating kind of what I like to call chill wave electronic music is very different from what a lot of people are doing because he's incorporating these very cool vocal sounds and these kind of bass lines and chord progressions that are used in a lot of electronic music but painting them in a different kind of more chillaxed light yeah definitely i definitely got those uh, beachy vibes listening to this song yeah so now let's kick it over to our talk with mark powers about his article on naming cars mark powers how's it going man Great. How are you, Jack? I'm super, super swell. So your article is about naming cars. Can you tell us a little bit about what went into the inspiration of it? Yeah. So like a lot of people have been like naming their cars. I've heard about people who've named their cars recently, and I was I hadn't really bought into it. You know, I was like, oh, that's kind of dumb. Like, okay. Why would you name your car? It's just like a car. It's not like a person. It's not like a dog. Like I see, like naming your dog. It's like a it's an animal. You have like some kind of relationship with it. It's yeah. alive. But like naming your car, your car you just like use it to drive around. It's just a piece of metal, right? So like, I would, but people are like really, really into it. Yeah, and so, like, no, it's so much more than just a piece of metal. It's a yeah, piece that's of what being. that's what people are telling me about. I'm like, <laughs> are you sure about that? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but, as you wrote the article, like, did you get closer to your car? Well, currently I don't have a car. Oh, I talked about in the article. Oh, so yeah, no. I kind of had a little fender bender, like probably like three weeks ago. So I'm currently carless. I'm just relying on the public transportation system of Sacramento and my connect, uh, network of friends and relationships currently uh-huh. to get from place to place. But what I also went into it, that was part of my article. If you go read it, I talked about um, or naming your car helps like to form a relationship with the car. And <laughs> just like anything, when you name something, you become attached to it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so when you become attached to it and then you like lose your car because you wreck it and you suck at driving, like then you're done and you just feel sad because like you, something that you were attached to and had an emotional connection with is now gone. So if you go... Oh, this is what a lot of people talked about in the article. 
So, Mark, when you get another car after this whole fender bender situation, hopefully get another, <laughs> hopefully get another car. Do you think that you will name it? Because it seems like you almost don't want to get attached to your car. Yeah, it's like exactly like I don't I don't want to become attached to my. Car. Well, I, I hopefully will never get another accident again. Yes, yes, please. Like I don't think that was my fault. I'm a good driver, but that's <laughs> that's a story for another time. Okay. But, um, yeah, we'll see. Like if I have like a funny name or like. I think I think if you're gonna name your car, it should be a funny name. It should be like creative. It should like go with the car, go with like some kind of experience you had with the car, or like something about the car, like the the model or like how it runs or like what kind of car it is. Okay. So maybe if I had like a funny name that I thought was cool and like had a good like backstory, then yeah, then I would, I would name it. But like just to like name my car, just to name a car, like then um, no, I'm not gonna do that. Now, Mark, I'm going to give you some models of cars. Uh-huh. And you're going to give it a name. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we're going to start off with my 2012 Toyota Camry. It's white. What would you name it? It's white? Yeah. I would name it the White Mama, Brian Scalabrini. All right. That's a good name. Now, I like that. Jack, what about you? Uh, what about a 2007 Prius? 2007 Prius. Well, the car I crashed was a Prius as well. So oh, no. We currently have, um, so yeah, that similar cars. And as I didn't, what, what, what color is uh, your Prius? It's a, uh, a mint green. A mint green. Okay. The one I was, the one I dri- was driving, the family car was black. So. Okay. Didn't really come up with a good car for that, but let me think about the green. What about, mm, how about like the Leprechaun? Ooh, the Something Leprechaun. Like that? The Leprechaun. See, I like that. Yeah. Last car, a Bugatti. A Bugatti? Yeah. A purple Bugatti. A purple one? Yeah. I would name it Slamson. Slamson? Because Slamson is the, um, so purple for the kings, obviously, right? Yes, absolutely. Slamson being the king's mascot, but the Bugatti's also like the king of the road. Wow. Just like, just like Slamson, the lion, is like the king of the jungle. Yeah. Bugatti's the king of the road. That's the car <laughs> I'm trying to be in. Absolutely. That's the king of the road. So, yeah, your purple Bugatti, that's Slamson right there. Well, thank you so much, Mark, for being on this episode of Talent Talk. Of course. Thank, thank you very much for having me, guys. Absolutely. And Look, make sure to check out Mark's article on cbtalent.com. And that's it for this episode of Talent Talk. Uh, Jack, what did you think about talking to Nina and Kaylee about their experiences in sports medicine? I would totally want to join their team because it sounds so interesting, the things that they're learning and the way that they get to help everyone get through their injuries, you know? Yeah, definitely. I agree. Uh, It seems like a very fun program, and they do a lot, and obviously they compete. But I think overall, it's just a family, and uh, I think that's cool. Yeah, definitely. So, John, do you think that you are now going to name your Camry after our talk with Mark? Now, the White Mamba, Brian Scalabrini, uh, that is a very long and complex name. It is. I I think it is time I do name my Camry. I think you're right. So... If you want to learn more about Talent Talk, make sure to visit us at cbtalent.com. Find us on iTunes, and we'll check you guys next week. I'm Jack. And I'm John. And this has been Talent Talk, Episode 4. Thanks so much.